Coming up in this episode, I share how I finally developed a writing habit after months of struggling, and I discuss my efforts to chase reviews for my mystery novella, Missing. Welcome to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Author Diary, an exclusive look at the behind the scenes misadventures of a 30-something mystery author. Discover how close she is to releasing her latest novel, hear exciting details about upcoming writing projects, and discover the lessons she has learned along her writing journey so you don't have to make the same mistakes. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information at authorpreneurpodcast.com forward slash podcast. Hello writers, I'm super excited to announce that I've finally developed a writing habit after months of struggling. And in this episode, I share the tips that I believe helped me to achieve this goal. During August, I started chasing reviews for Missing on the Amazon US store. In terms of writing, I started working with an alpha reader and I discussed what I'm doing differently this time around. While listening to a podcast, I discovered a new service, Buy Me A Coffee, which is a fun way to tip a creator. And I go into the various ways that I've implemented this into my author business. So stay tuned for all of that and much more. Just to let you know, this episode was recorded on Tuesday the 8th of December, so this show is primarily me looking back at August. In the same spirit as the previous episode, there is a backlog with the show due to the lockdown that we're all facing. After a while, I've managed to figure out how to work from home with my husband and do most of the things I would typically achieve. If you're on YouTube, you'll notice that I've gone back to an audio-only version of the podcast. I've had to pull the plug on the video podcast episode because I couldn't do everything and something had to go. Throughout this episode, I will be referencing tools and services that I've used. If you're interested in reading the transcript or would like links to anything that I've mentioned in the show, then check out the very long blog post or edited transcript at authorpreneurpodcast.com forward slash BTS035. And if you're new to this podcast, then I want to say a huge thank you for stopping by and trying out my show. To those of you who have been faithfully listening, thank you for regularly listening in and supporting me. Your support means more to me than you know. During August, I did 55 hours of revision spread across 10 days. I'm super happy with this progress. Honestly, I think this success comes down to putting stickers on a calendar on writing days with the hours completed. If I haven't completed any writing for a few days, I start to feel guilty because the empty space on my calendar is staring back at me. For now, this seems to be working. In order to start working with my alpha reader, I performed line edits for the prologue through to chapter 14 using Grammarly and ProWriter. Aid. These chapters are essentially the first act of my story plus the first chapter of the second act. Unfortunately, writing was put on pause for a week due to the lack of sleep because of a heat wave in London. My inner Australian is laughing now that I've said this, but it got too hot for me to function and there was no air conditioning in my flat. The British houses and flats are not designed for hot weather. Post heat wave, I finished rewriting and line editing chapters 15 to 21. As I was line editing, I identified 
two chapters that needed further rewrites but my alpha reader didn't have issues with these chapters in act one and funnily enough neither did my beta readers. Before I make changes I'll wait for further feedback from beta readers just to be sure the chapters are not confusing. Now all I have is two final chapters left to write in part two which takes me to the midpoint of the story. I'm going to make this a celebratory milestone. With the help of BookFunnel, I sent revised chapters from Duplicity in ebook form to my alpha reader. Even though the revisions are in progress, I'm splitting the book in four parts where my alpha reader receives one part at a time. All I want to see is my if my alpha reader enjoys the story and whether they can guess the whodunit aspect of the mystery, because if that happens in parts one and two, then I'm giving too much away too soon. And that's a massive problem. But I do get corrections with spell and typos and that's fine. At this stage I'm correcting the typos because I want to create the best version of the book as possible then hand the story over to my editor. I don't want an editor correcting mistakes that I already know about. On Tuesday the 18th of August I signed up for a Get Reviews service on AuthorsXP.com. For the sake of clarity, the Get Reviews service is a service where AuthorsXP shows my novella missing to a pool of readers who like mysteries and like leaving honest reviews on Amazon. The price for the service was 50 USD and the price has not changed since I made the purchase. Over on BookFunnel I created a separate download link for this service so I can track the downloads. So far I've received eight requests but only two downloaded the book. Emails have not been sent to about six of the readers because they have a backlog of books and it's the company policy that readers cannot download too many books at once. At the end of August there was no downloads reported in BookFunnel. To be honest I really wanted to love this service but again I'm a little disappointed. The reader communication platform is quite limited and you can't easily send the readers an email written by yourself. It's automated. I found this weird because in the instructions received after purchasing the organizer tells you to be nice and complimentary to the readers and there's no clear way of doing this. On top of that it's not clear as to whether you can communicate with these ARC reviewers in my own email service because I don't know how the readers signed up and whether they opted in for emails sent directly from the authors. What I'm trying to say is I don't know whether the service is GDPR compliant because it is in the US and I don't want to assume this and this is going to sound crazy but I'm too scared to ask. If you've heard something in this episode that was helpful to you and you'd like to support the show then buy me a coffee for as little as one pound at buymeacoffee.com forward slash author adhay. I got back into sharing my behind the scenes author update email with my list. For some reason, I dropped the ball with this activity. Although now that I'm thinking about this, this could be a shyness issue. During August, I shared the newly edited version of the lawn with my list because it's still a freebie upon sign up. In the same email, I shared a new seven chapter teaser of Duplicity, which includes new chapters I wrote last month. On top of all of this, I've shared books that I've read with short reviews on each book. 
along with the star rating. But once again, I forgot to add links to the books online, so that was a bit of a fail on my part. On my email list, I have 45 email subscribers and I have a 50% open rate, which is great considering I haven't been constantly emailing my list. At the same time, it's not hard to achieve. If my list was bigger, I know this statistic would be different because I would have more freebie seekers on my list and that's just what you get when you offer something for free to sign up to your list. While I'm on the topic of emails, I started emailing the subscribers of the Authorpreneur podcast who signed up at my website. Due to the age of this list, I've had two people unsubscribe immediately, but that's fine. It happens. And since these people have subscribed to the podcast, it has changed a little bit in the sense that when I first started the podcast, it was primarily just writing tips. And then I added the podcast diary. And then I've had to postpone the writing tips for season two because it was so much work and I couldn't get everything done during the lockdown. So I thought I'm going to have to let something go. And that was one of the things. And also I'm quite surprised anyone opened at all because these people signed up for the podcast. Some of them signed up to get the bonus three-act structure Scrivener template, which was which is directly related to the season one of the podcast where I talk about three-act structure and the hero's journey story structure. So I'm surprised that people opened it at, at, at all. The other thing I'm considering doing is I'm considering just sending out a monthly entrepreneur digest where I show people the episode this month, provide them links so they can listen to it and just so I'm not emailing weekly because to me that it feels annoying or this could be me finding an excuse to not engage with my audience because even though I'm putting myself out there on the web, I'm still quite shy. I wouldn't, I really do need to psych myself up to go to a party. I have to get myself in a certain mindset where I can go up to people and talk to them, but it takes a lot of energy and I really do have to push myself. One of my goals is to connect with the audience of this podcast more. While listening to an episode of Self-Publishing Journeys, I heard Paul Teague mention a service called Buy Me A Coffee. Essentially, it's a tip service where people can support the creators they love by buying them a coffee without any monthly commitments. But the service has that option. I price my coffees at £1 each because it feels obnoxious asking for more. Nevertheless, I do have a monthly subscription option where I provide people with a bonus question and answer episode every month. After signing up, I just added this service to my websites and at the bottom of my emails for the podcast and mystery author websites. Originally I started off using the WordPress plugin but I decided to copy the provided code from the buy me a coffee dashboard because it visually looked better. This month I had someone support the podcast by buying me three coffees via buymeacoffee.com but they chose to remain anonymous so I haven't publicly thanked them on the podcast. Honestly I didn't expect anything to happen but I'm super grateful for the support I've received. My point for sharing this is if you have an audience who supports your fiction, you can either use this as an alternative to Patreon, especially if you do something like share flash fiction or write short stories on your blog. I've also recorded an advertisement to place in the middle of the podcast, but you've probably heard this already because I've inserted it into the last few episodes. 
So that's all the tasks I completed in terms of writing and email marketing. During the next month, I want to direct my focus to finishing the rewrites of book two, scheduling a professional beta read, scheduling a professional edit, and launching my advanced reader team. Next week, I will release another diary episode where I will continue to discuss my writing and book marketing endeavors. If you have any questions or tips on book marketing that you would love to share with me, please come over to the blog posts at authorpreneurpodcast.com forward slash bts035 and share your thoughts in the comments section. Thank you for listening and happy reading and writing everybody. Thank you for listening to Amelia's behind the scenes author diary. You can find the episode show notes, back catalogue episodes and lots more information at authorpreneurpodcast.com forward slash podcast. I'm your host Amelia and I'll see you in the next behind the scenes author diary episode.